You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Come back. You're now tuning to the other side, the other side of sports. Your host, Laws, yeah. in the building. It's me. It's Aaron. Yeah. We rocking out. New day. A lot of stuff to talk about. That's right. Uh, got some catching up to do. Um, before we get into our little question of the day discussion, um, and this joint is good, Aaron. This is this is right for you because you out here in these streets, so you'll be able to attest to it if it, if there's validity around it or not. Um, so, but before we get into that, though, we gotta talk. But this is this is. This is probably as close to breaking news as we're going to get. Sometimes we get breaking news and it actually happens while we're on the show. But that's rare. That's usually during football season or something like that. Though, the Live Golf and PGA have come to an agreement. Of course. They put the guns down and said, we're not going to try to blast each other no more. We're just going to work together. Each other or was it a one-way fight? <laughs> Dog, they both was you know it was the sues this like they suing and then it's a counter suit you know how I go dog classic Judge Joe Brown one one bab over here suing and then they doing a counter suit <laughs> like you no know? so it was a lot of back and forth but dog we just gonna keep it all the way hundred Liv was kicking that <laughs> big bang take a little bank dog dog. There was fr- they, first of all, we knew it off the break. Once they started getting the big damn players, it was like, oh yeah, it's a rap city in the uh-huh. basement for the PGA. They done. It's just a matter of time. And the fact that like it took this long, I mean, you know what happened? Them executives in the PGA who are all old, all white, like they just living living the past. It just you know, live off of other people's money, just not doing nothing. They started to see them them financials declining. Probably like, oh, what's going on? They've never been in a situation where they weren't the big bank, where they couldn't like That's big boy people and kind of pressure people into doing what they wanted to do financially. So when somebody comes up to the party in the VIP section and they got more bread than you, they order more bottles, the influence shifts, though. Dog, but this is the hypocrisy behind it. These babies try to convince the world that the Saudis was all this r- terrible people, terrible government. Any golfer going over there, it's just shit that's just be banned PR from playing. That's whenever whites aren't winning, that's what their <laughs> PR does. They say those people are bad. How dare you be American? <laughs> Where, where's your patriotism? These babies trying to kill... No, and this is the other part of it that's crazy. Donald Trump been with Live Golf since the beginning. From the and, jump. And they, from Jump City. And they try to like, act like he's all super American himself. Dog, he bought the bread like everybody else, dog. It everybody just, else. It's, it's so crazy. You see him throw their little tantrum and then when they do much, <laughs> they're like, all right, if you can't beat them, join them. You had to. Because they bread, like... They was in a different class with the Saudis, though. You can't mess with their bread. Dog, and they was just paying Bama's for unlimited. Like, they was just like, dog, okay, yeah, you just come over. They were like, what? I don't have to win? Dog, you no. tell me you're going to give me 30 million just, just to, to come play. over? <laughs> just to play with y'all? 
Yeah, you ain't got to win. And if you finish last, you getting big bread. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get way more pay. The payouts are way, way bigger for live golf golfers than they are for PGA. And so, I mean, if you was anybody, you like, dog, I'm about to go over here, make 30 million, and just be chilling. Yeah. I, I, you can I, play in the PGA I, for I, years and not make that. I'd have preferred to see Liv starve him out. I but did. I, guess- I, I, want, I want him to go hard body. But, but do you know, you know, I mean, they probably already got, they already, in this deal, because they basically can join in companies, they're going to come up with like a name and blah, blah. It's, it's going to be lucrative and profitable for them. So they like, why not? I like to, wa- I like to watch them square. They do that to everybody else. They do do that, dog. Try to squeeze them out, and then you know, and they try to all them tactics that they do with the little, the little all people. The like they, they did it. They tried slander them. Had a player. Then the players just got to the point where they didn't care. They were like, oh, okay, all right. This all that's gonna happen? It's no huge outlet. Uh, uh, yeah, backlash. And and though, and the thing that was so genius about the jump is that when they took the players, they started like taking the players from PGA. The PGA couldn't be like, couldn't be like, well, they can't play in the PGA. They tried it at first, but then they realized like, if you don't, that's like watching the NBA. There's no Durant's, there's no right. <laughs> Jason Tatum's, there's no, you know, uh, MB's, no Jokic. Like, dog, how you gonna sell that product? So you had to, they had to let them play in a PGA as long as like, they were like, oh yeah, you can play over here too, you know? But yeah, they got him up out of there, dog. That jump was a smooth move. I'm about to, I'm about to write a letter over that jump. Hit, hit up, get on chat GPT, write a letter to the Saudis, be like, hey, young, can I just get a mail off the, just, the humble me tuna, dog? Just, can y'all, y'all hook me, y'all got unlimited to- bread. The Joe Blow tournament, dog. The Joe Blow tournament. <laughs> Let me in there, Joe, dog, so I can fry these Bama's. Uh, yeah, so so that's done. These Bama's done. They united. So a part of the a part of the agreement is all the litigations that's that's they have pointed at each other. That Jones, all that's dead. Uh, I'm sure Liv about to get the TV contract like connection with them now. So which is going? I mean, they were, that's what they were trying to get all along. But dog, these Bama's has their bread was so long. They just had like an independent stream of the golf tournaments, dog. Like you just log in and just watch it. <laughs> oh, dog, it's crazy, bro. They did. They should. They should have. They should have put them to the uh, put them to the fire all the way. Put them to the fire all the way. But I mean, it it is what it is. All right, here go the uh, question of the day. It was a discussion, Aaron. And after listening to this uh, disclaimer, there uh, there is some some uh, explicit language within it, but you know otherwise you should be straight. Comments. They saying we as black men we get successful and get a white woman. Would y'all want to speak on that? I definitely, I definitely speak on that. And I don't. I, that's but, sad. Mm-hmm. That that hits me in the but, chest. 
It hit you in the chest? Yes, it did, because it's, it's sad. Because they're not saying, I think white women are beautiful. They're not saying, I have a preference for white women. They're saying that in rebuttal to this conversation because they're tired of the black woman that won't go to the gym. They're tired of the black woman that doesn't have a hot meal ready when he comes home from work. They're tired of shit like that. So they say, you know what, What's the what, where can I go now? What can I do now? Because every black woman I, I, I encounter got that attitude. I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't got to. Girl, I don't got to cook. You doing too much. That's the attitude that have us by ourselves. And I think that's a cop out too. You by yourself because don't nobody want you. And now you just saying you don't get attached. That I ain't been outside in a minute, so I'll. So what's the question? Is this true? Is there validity in this statement or is she just blowing smoke? Is it just a a short-sighted point of view? It's nothing. Okay. So so, (laughs) to be clear, I think there's a, a, a big difference between smashing off snow bunnies and 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 wife and snow bunny. Okay. That it means a delineation. If you outside okay. and you just all you want to do is just pop whatever's moving. A lot of guys, they don't care what what color you are. They're not discriminating. Yeah. So that's a different piece from bad. Bad is bad. It just right. But mm-hmm. typically, when you talk about pairing up with somebody for a lifetime, for the, for married, the long haul, making a family. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of black men want to be with black women. And there's nothing a trifling black woman to run somebody who wants to be with a black woman off to another race. And that's not to say that it never, ever, ever has happened. Uh-huh. But it's always we, we talk about the majority over here. General, generally. Yeah, we don't like to, you know, we're not going to go with the one to five percent that they like to jump to. When mm-hmm. Generally speaking, you know, if somebody want to be with a black woman, they, they're going to be with a black woman. The other piece of that that I think is disingenuous on the other side is that all like women like that that don't, that want to be they don't think they should have to do anything they want to be in charge they want to be the boss they invisible to guys like like mm-hmm. there's a lot of black youngins out that do want to be wives that do want to be mothers that do want to mm-hmm. cook like their mothers and their grandmothers did they do you know what I mean they they, mm-hmm. they know how to act Mm-hmm. And guys find them and scoop them up quick. That's how it goes. They become wives. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the squeaky wheel is the one, or the broken wheel is the one that's the loudest. So, mm-hmm. on the internet, you see a lot of these bitter women that are undesirable and aren't getting chosen, screaming at the mm-hmm. top of their lungs and kind of bitter towards them <laughs> and posting all this crazy stuff we see in some groups. But we, like, see the stuff and we laugh in group chats, but we don't really, <laughs> we're not out here, like, they're like, 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 we like gotta get them back. Life, we don't, we don't see them, because there's, yeah, there's nah, plenty of youngins out here that are attractive that conduct themselves like, like ladies and wives and the kind of women that guys want to be around, and that's the kind of women that guys, for the most part, spend their time. Now there's like, go ahead. So what, what would you say to what would you say to like a a, a, a lady who's you know let's say mid thirties, attractive seems to have a lot of things going for them um, and is looking for that and is willing to kind of do that but they just haven't found somebody to do that with 
you probably make bad decisions in men that, that you choose. Because if you were like, this is the thing, and we all know it. Like we joke, mm-hmm. Bamas have been outside at different points in their life. You know what it's mm-hmm. like. You know, you mean it, it's a it's endless youngins out here. But when a dude want a good joint, or even in the midst of being outside, if he find a good joint, even if he's fake news, he gonna try to scoop that joint up while he's still being outside. You know what I mean? Like guys. Mm-hmm will find the good youngins and scoop them up quick. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just how so, it goes. So so you become wise. You're saying if you're not if you're not getting scooped up. Then you probably not, guys don't view you as as a wife. Mm. Or as a mate. They might smash you and, and a lot of times women confuse guys constantly yeah, wanting to that, smash them as guys wanting them. Yeah, wanting it's, it's to not be the with same. Them. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it was a situation that I was privy to, where you know this guy he was talking to this youngin, and the uh, and the youngin was in this this space bubble, thinking that he was, was going to be with her. And I just asked him, I asked a few questions about like the dude in Alabama, you know, has has other children, didn't marry either either one of the the, the, the previous baby mothers, and. This this girl was kind of championing that he was gonna be with her, and I was like, and they were asking me what do I thought about the joint. And I was like, you sure you want me to answer? I was like, I was like, young, I'm telling you what it is, though. I like she's not making a good decision, a good choice, and it's going you're going to get set up for failure. Everybody, no, you don't know what you're talking about. They're together. You just need to you just need to look at it. You're, that, that's why we want to ask you. I was like, all right. <laughs> Two weeks later, Aaron, what you think? What you think the verdict was, though? Well, I didn't even think it was. Kid. I thought it was going. <laughs> I thought it was going to be longer than two weeks, but I, I, I got paid, and then them bounces. <laughs> the whole certain circumstance like, flipped like a pancake. I'm just going to make assumptions and say that most of the people that said they didn't want to ask you were women. Yeah, you already know. Women, black no, women you, don't like but, black, but, 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 straight black but, but, men to talk. They want the, They don't want us to have our opinions that are different from theirs. They want. Uh, they want to be the leaders of the community, and they want their ideas to be at the forefront, and their opinions and the way they view things to be at the. And anytime you say anything that differs from the way they see things, it's like a panic attack happens. You can't even just add valid points to counter, like to counter. But, what but their you know, you know, are. but you know what else? It goes into it. Like if it's somebody that they like. Are connected to, or they're like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a but in a way they see themselves connected to every other black woman that's single out here. They want they rooting for them in a way that it's like it's so personal to them because they could see themselves either mm. at one point being or they are that person. Yeah. So as long as they don't have any static with that person to somebody that they hate and hate on, generally yeah. black women see all other women particularly black women as themselves and that's why a lot of times it'll be hard to determine like do you identify more as black or as a woman like because it seems like like they're just it's so personal to them this whole dating experience or lack thereof at this mm-hmm. point especially in our age bracket like late 30s to mid 40s like mm-hmm. it's so personal and so hurtful to even have conversations about why, what the reality is that it's almost like close your eyes cover your ears you know what I mean like no that's not it. God put somebody <laughs> in her life or my life, and that's just that's that's the end of it. It's no. comical to me. Duh. I, I I mean, all yeah. the time is undefeated. 
I just, yeah. I mean, I, and and sometimes I'm like maybe too practical with situations and circumstances. But like, if you're trying to apply for a job, if you have the right credentials, you'll get a look. You'll get a look. Serious consideration. It doesn't. It doesn't guarantee you get the job though. But, but you'll but get this, a look. And if you're the best candidate, you'll definitely get the job. No question. If you so, don't have the credentials or you have a, a blemish on there and like you got to realize like, yes. So just in just like applying for a job. Yes, there is like when I go for a job interview, I may go and ask some questions. I want to make sure that, that the job is a right fit for me as well. But ultimately, if I want this job, I don't make the decision if I get the job or not. They're making a decision if they're going to hire me or not. And that's the dynamic that exists just it just is what it is like one of our one of our friends me and these friends just recently got engaged and like we were talking to her like maybe like a weekend ago and we were just like talking about the prospect of it but she was just like i mean i don't know because the batman gotta make the decision it's not up to her i mean it's young is out here proposing but but typically that's a that's a very uh uh counterintuitive situation <laughs> if you the youngin on one knee trying to propose like that whole dynamic I mean, yeah. And it kind of connects to something, a a, a narrative that's going on now also where you have like this, this, this women empowerment phase that's going on now. Mm -hmm. And they like to kind of, even when they're not in positions of power, pretend like they had, like it's up to them. And you see a lot of narratives and articles about, oh, women are choosing to be alone instead of dealing with a subpar, you know what I mean? all of these narratives that they like to push. And it's just, a lot of it is just being out of touch with reality, really. It's like, but go ahead. But again, again, just like the job scenario, you can make up all the scenarios in your mind why you ain't get the job or why they didn't want to hire you. Oh, I'm too good for them. Oh, they just not trying to like have diverse, like you can make all the, but at the end of the day, like, Bills got to get paid. Your job comes down. <laughs> like you don't got, you don't got a job. Like you know what I'm saying. And you can start your own business, and you know what I'm saying. Reality going to touch you at some point. You can you 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 can want to live in fantasy land, but reality is going to touch you at some point. It's but it's a, it's a, back. But just to the original question, uh-huh. you can't turn a Batman into a coon or like. I don't think the behavior of people that like some anecdotal evidence, like how many women could a dude have possibly dated and then just all of a sudden you pivot, like I'm about to go get me a snow bunny. I just, I've never ever seen that once in my life. Typically those kind of guys are the kind of guys they always liked white women or put white people on a pedestal above um, black. They always see them as the prize. Like that's just, that's something that's just embedded in them and other aspects of their life too. It's, I'm not saying every black dude that mm-hmm. ends up with a, a bunny is is a coon, but the majority of the ones oh, I've seen. So what about what about these like, uh, so, so to speak, uh, no like notable like athletes and stuff like that, and you see them with you know Caucasian women. A lot of times, like they acquire a certain status, and you see them with like white women. Like, you- is that a product of their status? It's a product of coonage, partially, mm-hmm. but it's also a, a product of, from the time guys are 17, 18, 
they go into white universities where these white women worship the ground they walk on and chasing these dudes like like you wouldn't believe <laughs> but, they chasing a lot more than, than, than yeah they're like... more pro well I can't say that because well they're very proactive at that age of finding a husband mm, okay um, finding a mate or hitching but, a wagon yeah but to me that's still like it's it's no amount of chasing in the world that can get me to to mm-hmm. to change my preference or or mm-hmm. to to end up being with something that I don't foresee myself being with. So a lot of that is all. I don't know if that means got some guys didn't have fathers around. A lot of these guys are mixed. Like we talked mm-hmm. about that watching the draft. How when you look like the, almost half of the first round of guys are kind of like yeah that ambiguous race where it's like they mix with you know when you mix with something mm-hmm. it's not just black guys from the hood no more mm-hmm. um, filling up the draft so it's just it's a lot of different factors I just mm-hmm. don't think either point is valid like I don't think trash black women are chasing mm-hmm. men away from black women as a mm-hmm. whole I don't think um, I don't think a man can be shifted in his preference just mm-hmm. based on anecdotal evidence on who he's chosen the same way we blame women for who they choose to date you gotta blame mm-hmm. dudes if they choosing trash youngins then that's choices that they make mm-hmm. yeah nah that's 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 real that's real um yeah chime in in the comments if you if you got got a take on it you agree disagree um share this with with, with, with your folks you know we, we open it here in different perspectives uh Shannon Sharp, he done with FS1 and Skip Bayless. When did it go wrong, Aaron? Was it the DeMar Hamlin tweet situation? I think that's a big part of it. Okay. That put your that's glasses back said. on. Boy, that part was a, oh, yeah. a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Skip... Like, dealing with Skip is almost like I don't want to say dealing with the enemy, but it's like <laughs> you. It's like Skip does and says so many things. It's like he'll. It's almost like somebody who who actually has sold his soul for success. Like he he says and does things that you nobody in the world believes that he actually believes, but he does it for the notoriety, the fame, and the money, and and the claim that it's gotten him to at this point. Mm-hmm. And because of the format of the show, Shannon is essentially like attached to Skip at the hip. So when mm-hmm. Skip does this outlandish stuff, he got to like, talk to his mans on the back line, like dog. Right. He's a you let him say athlete. that, dog. Like, exactly. And it's got it, and that's got it. And he already is one of those guys who, yeah, kind of has that coonship. And so, like, when you add that, but I that feel like he trying. I feel like he trying to deactivate his jump, dog. I feel like I actually feel like. Shan is really like he's messing with it with the chip glitches and trying to like get that because though the Joe is like is is messing him up I feel yeah. like and it's, it's just added pressure like because a lot of times southern guys are just different culturally it's different mm-hmm. like, yeah there's just, different different spo- exposure different. to like life it's just right mm-hmm. and then so like when you add that layer of like publicly every morning you sitting there watching Skip basically attack athletes and make up stuff and it you at a certain point it's like you're co-signing it by just being there even though he argues yeah. against some of the stuff it's mm-hmm. like the DeMar Hamlin stuff it's just at what point 
are you not going to sell your soul as well yeah. for the for the platform and for mm-hmm. um, the fame? And then beyond that, Shannon is a bigger entity now than Skip is. Mm-hmm. Shannon is a bigger draw to Skip. Nobody's coming to watch that show to watch that BS that Skip is spewing. Nah. So at this point, you know, you got the leverage. You make a power play the same way he did at ESPN when he left for Fox mm-hmm. Sports 1. So mm-hmm. I was happy to see the Bama leave. Yeah, that's that. As a power move, he has a, a successful podcast, and I think you know that that too having that to kind of fall back on definitely you know helps him make that decision. You know what I'm saying? But they talk about Lashawn McCoy might be the replacement. That's a fail. Trash. <laughs> All the way trash. I'm not watching Lashawn. I barely watch FS1 and barely watch Undisputed. But Shannon was basically the draw. Like, if I did watch, it was to hear what Shannon had to say. Because, you know, for the most part, you know, if there's any anything that's like, I'll say, racially motivated or prompted, like, Shannon was most of the time going to speak on it. There's times he 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 fall into the vortex that Skip was was laying. But for the most part, he would, he would be transparent and say what needs to be said. You put LaShawn McCoy on there, who I just feel like is a clout chaser by nature, in, in a sense, and um, I I don't know. They they probably do what most shows do is just shuffle people until they find somebody that people kind of like. Um, because I I just don't I don't think that that's a good fit if they if they pivot the uh, Lashawn McCoy. Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, NBA Finals. We tied one one, going to Miami. Uh, they let. Nikolia Jokic score 40 plus and apparently the 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 Denver Nuggets are 0 and 3 when he scores 40 or more points. So I I don't you know they asked Spoelstra about like oh is that the game plan just let him score and like how did you know and <clears throat> you know clearly he he got a little perturbed at the at the, at the sentiment cuz he's like y'all don't know basketball like what like it just it's not that simple. But I must say that we got to applaud the Miami Heat, dog, and their their the coaching of Spolstra. I'm sure Pat Riley is behind the scenes giving little nuggets and 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 and, and helping Spolstra or like giving them tips and stuff, which is fine because I mean Spolstra gets a lot of much of the credit. But is Pat Riley a better coach than Spolstra? I think he is. Yes. I don't believe Pat Riley could have coached this team to the final. To really? The second worst team behind the LeBron, um, Eric Snow team in Cleveland to make it to the final. You got Jimmy Butler and essentially nothing else. Bam's a solid player. You know what I mean? You got other guys who contribute here and there, but this is not a finals caliber team compared to some of the other teams that have gotten bounced. You're talking about Boston, you're looking at Philly, all these other teams with way more talent. To me, the coaching is... I think Spolstra is the best X's and O's coach in the league. Mm. And I don't even think it's close. I I could agree with that. I I I think Spolstra is a phenomenal coach. And he, you know, we, we remember when LeBron was on the team and, and, and that team, like it was questions around like Spolstra should go and blah, blah. And Pat Riley was not having it. He was just like, this is the coach and this is how we rocking. And if you're not cool with that, like, so be it. But, like, players have come and gone and Spolstra has been there. And this adjustment 
to like play like man full court and then jump into a zone, like it. I would, it's, I would it's just levels. give anything to see that kind of coaching take place here. We kind of mock a lot of the, you know, plays coming out of timeouts, just the basic X's and O's coaching that's gone on with the past two head coaches with the Wizards. And it's just, to me, there's just the drastic difference in watching a guy make adjustments in real time to things that are actually going on in the game versus watching a guy have to go 10, 15, 20 games in a skid to kind of make adjustments with substitutions or to figure out what the problem is. To me, I just, I think he's the best. Um, and I, he's definitely getting the most with the least, for sure. Yeah. I might that, argue the Wizards have more talent than the Miami Heat does from top to bottom. I actually would argue that. Mm-hmm. But culturally yeah, no. and coaching-wise, non-existent. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely we lack a lot here. We'll see if the new GM brought in this week um can 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 change some of the, the the that situation um it's gonna be interesting like my litmus test for the wizards right now with the new management coming in is really seeing what they do in this NBA draft and seeing what kind of moves they make to this roster that'll help me to get a better uh idea of what the vision is for this team if they have the right people in place or not. Um, you know, this is just the the first stop, and I mean, of course, you gotta always give time, but like, it doesn't take that much time to see. Um, I've been doing my own personal scouting and NBA prospects coming in, and so it's gonna be interesting to see who they go after. Um, in this draft, and it'll 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 say a lot about if we're getting the right people in the building. But you're right, though, coaching wise, trash, like. Wes Unsell Jr., I'm sorry, bro. If I met you, I would shake your hand, you know. Just like Tommy, know. though. They got Just good like guys Tommy. in there, but they can't. You good dude, dog. <laughs> we can go play golf. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. But, bro, your coaching ability, and, and this is the thing. So, for me, I have a hard time with the excuses because, like, people always can find an excuse for anything, dog. Like, you can find an excuse for anything. You can make up an excuse. The guys who win don't be doing that. Spolster could have had excuses. Oh, I lost Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero got hurt. That's one of my main major pieces. Probably second to my offense. You're right. And he goes down right before the playoffs. Like, did he? Oh, man, yeah. Make excuse. No. They pivoted. They found a way to get it done. And that's one of the things that's just lacking in all of the Washington sports teams. Like, finding a way to get it done. And uh, even beyond the X's and O's and adjustments, to me, the single most important asset or characteristic of a coach is being able to evaluate the talent on your own team. And to and we this is with both teams, the football team and the basketball team. The head coaches have zero clue of who their best players are and who their worst players are. It's more of a who do I like, who's the guy, who has the narrative circulating around him, who has the maybe even hype to a certain extent around them. It's not about who the best guys are. Yo. We watch guys get hurt and then guys who are on the bench come in and cook or guys who are on the bench get traded to other teams and be contributors in ways that they didn't contribute here. And it's not because there's no gray cloud over D.C. 
the coaches do not understand what they have on their roster. And and if you don't know what you have on your roster, you don't know what you need. You don't know what adjustments you can make, let alone need to make. And it's just, it's ridiculous. I, even to that point, dog, this is one of the things that are great separators from the teams that win and the teams that lose. Winning teams aren't looking at their roster, looking at the at the checkbook at the same time, like, oh, this Bama get paid. Oh, he got to play. Oh, this dude. Oh, yeah, fans like him. Oh, we got to. They just look at it at face value. Who's the guy that we can count on to get buckets? It's no fair. Like, you think Spolstra, he sat Kyle Lowry down? He had, he had Duncan Robinson Man. out there, Joe? Like, these are moves that you make if you're trying to win. If winning is paramount, you're making these type of moves that I think a lot, I, I'll say majority of the coaches really have no authority to do because they looking over their shoulders they got talked to it's like clearly in the building at least in miami they're winning is paramount whatever you got to do to win you can do that this guy's not performing or you know making it happen oh sit him down you gonna sit him down yes but that but he getting paid third best top salary I don't care. Dog, Kevin Love, they put Kevin Love in the jump. They say, oh, nah, you're going to stop, bro. Because they're committed to winning. That does not happen in loser cities like Washington, D.C. There's all these other factors that they're looking at other than winning basketball games, winning football games. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a narrative that's going to come up. It's not here all the way, but this Sam Howe situation is exhibit A. You got a guy, they need him to do good and be good. And already, people can say what they want. They're like, they're like, well, he's trending down. And this, this is typical uh, of young players and blah, blah, blah. Dog, I, again, it's excuses. It's excuses. Then they talk about Jacoby Brissett is trending up in the offense and this and that. And But, you know, it's Sam Howell. And, you know, you just got to give it time. It's too early. All of this stuff like that. Dog, Aaron, let me tell you something. This is just real life. We go back to the uh, job application and situation, right? Let's say it's my first two weeks on the job, Aaron. I come in late one day. Does that does that not count on my record? Does that not? Do I get a pass? They gonna look like hold on, hold on, hold on. Bama just started. He already, everything matters, people. Everything matters. So we we not going to run this Sam Howe, oh, got to give him time. Now, if this was later in the, if this is trading camp, blah, blah, like, dog, I told y'all, which I can be in store for, is 500 football. He going to have some good games, and then he going to have some duds out there. It's just the reality of it, people. I think the enemy is a, a much better coordinator than we've ever had. And he will squeeze the most out of the juice that's in that bottle. But don't get too hype. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So if they start 2-0, you're going to get too hype? Because you know they nah. put two trash teams out the gate. You like already the know. The knows it's somebody else. And if he throw for 285 and 285 and four touchdowns after uh, two games, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Kool Aid, nah. Nah, I ain't drinking no Kool Aid, bro. Uh, uh-uh. uh. 
uh, not after two. They gotta go six and zero. Oh. Then I might. <laughs> then I might. Yeah, we we get the big the big jug of Kool Aid, dog. If they go six and zero, oh, something like that. Uh, they talking about uh, DeAndre Hopkins might be a Detroit Lion. That's one of the spots. I like. I like the quarterback him. there. Jared Goff. Oh, they didn't get a guy. Nah. They rocking with golf. Golf had a really good season last year, though. Yeah, they had a really good season. Detroit played way above their head um, last year. I mean, I don't think it's a bad move. I did see people talking about him not being able to run anymore. I don't know that running was really ever his his, his strong suit. Yeah. Uh, but when you say that, you also don't really have a step to lose. So. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him play way under what he's played when he's been available. So, I mean, I think it could be a good move. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think that could be 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 good for them too. Uh, like would you take him here? Spring at it too. Baltimore needs him. Baltimore needs him. I wouldn't take him here because I like what they have already at that position. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter if the quarterback can't get the guys that they have the ball adding another weapon to the fold I don't think necessarily would yeah it's going to help help tremendously going to help yeah nah that's a fact um before we get out of here the uh the finals who you, who you got you you going with Denver or you going with Miami Miami is the scrappiest team I've ever seen but I still they scrappy like dog Denver is so much more talented than they are and size wise they're so much bigger than Miami is just Jokic just walks down the lane and just throws up whatever he wants. He's like, nobody on the floor can contest him at all. So uh-huh. I'm leaning Denver right now, barring injury uh-huh. or something crazy happen. But they can't yeah, go I, down two. They can't go down yeah, two one. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. This next game is really going to be the determining factor. Because if you ask me, I don't know who's going to win the jump. I feel like it could really go either way. But I, I think the way I've seen the Miami Heat respond. In 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 tough situations, they never quit. I feel like I have a track record to go off of. Like these Bamas get gritty. Jones games, they they're like, oh yeah, they about to lose, and then they just come out and win, and just you know go to a game seven in the other person's home, and you're like, oh yeah, it's a wrap, and then they just buckle down and just get it done. I, I just that's what I've seen from them the entire playoff, just grit and 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 resilience, and whatever needs to happen, happen. Denver hasn't really been in that in the trenches like that. They've they've pretty much dog walk a lot of their opponents because of the things that you alluded to, like just their their ability to score and all the all the all the uh you know tools in their toolbox they have as far as players is concerned. Like you know, it's just they're deep as a, as a squad, so they just haven't been tested the same way. And I don't know if they lose this next game in Miami, I think. Things can get really, really interesting. The momentum will definitely definitely shift. I think if they find a way to lose, they just to me they're so they should be so much better. And this again comes to coaching. Like I think if you switch coaches on those teams, it's a four oh sweep. But they're so much bigger, so much better, especially offensively. I don't see how they can't win this series. This is, this is going to be an indictment on Joker and on uh, the head coach if 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 they don't find a way to get out of this series with a uh, with a chip. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Do you fire Mike Malone if they lose this? No, I don't think you can fire him. They never even 
the finals before. Um, mm-hmm. spe- see, this is the thing about fire. Washington, we can say that here because we know damn near anything is better. When you <laughs> are at that level, like with Udoka, yeah. it's not just as simple as replacing a guy and, and you just take the next step. So unless you have something better that you know is better, it's pop coming, it's Spolster coming, I think you give them at least you know another year to see see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. You see all the stuff at the bottom. Holler at us. Chime in. Subscribe. Leave comments. Uh, shout out to Where's Buffy Podcast. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Kick it with G-Man. Uh, Sports Talk Tasha. Uh, everybody who rock with us. Heavy. Share the content. Peace.